Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butt hole Reddit stories. <laughs> if you are new here, please consider hitting the like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all really helps out our channel. Please do click that like, it massively helps. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes or so of your precious time with the channel today. Getting involved means the absolute world. And let's crack straight on with today's stories. Now our first story does come with an update and it's from Conagin12 who says, would I be the asshole if I refuse to sell my house below market value? As I said, it comes with an update. I, 27 female, own a 75% share of a house with my ex, 28 male, who owns a 25% share. The difference is due to my own savings and inheritance money that I put into the house when we bought it a few years ago. Now we are splitting up, mostly because he and I want different things, and he is unwilling to compromise to meet my needs. The house is great, and in the city we grew up in. He loves the place and would like to stay as it has emotional value to him. But due to his lower income, he isn't able to buy me out at market value. He asked I sell him my share below value, which would cost me around 40k, so he can stay. His reasons are because I don't love the city and the house and will be able to get something equivalent. I have ambitions to move abroad, so it's more pragmatic to buy him out than because I actually want the house. I also have more savings and a much higher income, so indeed it will be easy to get a similar place on my own, while that is impossible for him. While indeed it wouldn't impact me that much to lose the money, I just don't think it's fair as he's been having a much lower living cost due to our lower mortgage, due to the money I put in, and I agreed to give him a share in the first place when I was planning to buy it alone, so he profits due to the increased market value if I buy him out. He thinks I'm an asshole for not agreeing immediately to his plan and all our friends and family are on his side calling me a cold heartless bitch for kicking him out after breaking up with him. So would I be the asshole to not agreeing to this plan? 
Hell no. Hell to the no, you're not the arsehole. I mean, the whole reason you have shares in that house in the first place is so it's split that way if anything was to happen. That's why you got the 75%, he's got the 25%. And I know it's sad for him that, you know, he may be potentially losing a house that he absolutely loves in the city they grew up in and all this kind of stuff. But I don't see why OP should lose out in this situation. And I think the update could be very interesting to see how it goes. But we'll go to some comments to see what they say with M Purdy who says, not the arsehole. If your friends and relatives want him to have that 40k, then they can all get together and give it to him. <laughs> Nis replies to this saying, not the asshole, absolutely do not agree to his demand. It is not your responsibility to take a 40k loss just because what? That's what's most convenient for him. You already put so much more into this house than he has. If there's a way to go forward with minimal or no contact with him, for example, having a lawyer handle all future communications, that would be best. Do not interact with any of the friends or family he directed to attack you. Block them if possible. Them calling you a bitch is crossing the line. Type 1 error says, reframe. Am I the asshole for not giving my ex $40,000? You are not the asshole. Very judgy says, not the asshole. You don't typically give your ex a 40k parting gift when you break up. Lily Muscovita says, not the asshole. If everyone wants him to have an extra 40k, they can give it to him. Get your cash and get on with your life. And one more from Effective Par 3 who says, you've convinced me. You've been nice enough to him. You also deserve to make a profit. Does a guy who doesn't have a lot of money deserve to live in a nice house by himself using your money? Not a chance. Apartments exist, not the asshole. Now we're going to move on to the update to see what that says. So update, thank you for everyone who commented at the time. Gotten a few requests for updates, so here goes. As per a comment, I told him I already gave him nine years of my life and I don't owe him any more. Strangely, he was calm and asked for three months to find for a way to come up with the money. In the end, he bought my share. I'm sure I could have gotten much more at the open market and our original agreement in hindsight was in his favor, but I do care for his happiness and decided to let it go. Like the house, most of the furniture was also mine and he cried and pleaded for me to leave it behind as he was broke and deeply in debt with not only banks but also friends and family. Like an idiot, I agreed, taking pity. I only took a few items which I stored there while I found a new place. When I came back to pick it up this weekend, lo and behold, he'd gotten top-end replacements for the items I did take. Broke, hmm? My ass. All in all, he was just taking advantage of me and has zero dignity, begging his ex for money, furniture, and it's clear to me he's always taking and never giving back. It was a very expensive lesson. I probably would have was paying him off, putting my own financial stability at risk. That's what happened. For someone who would have never had done that for me, even when we were together. Not the most exciting update, but I do get a fresh start in a place that is only mine. I mean, there's a chance this guy is still broke as and probably just using credit cards and stuff like that. Not that I'm saying he wasn't taking advantage of OP in this situation because he clearly was begging for the furniture to be left behind and all this sort of stuff. And although OP did get taken advantage of in some ways, I, I do love their empathy towards another person. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Although, yeah, I, again, it, it's like, it's a double-edged sword. You know, they got taken advantage of because of it. But I absolutely, I think OP is a great person. And while it was an expensive lesson, you learned what this person is truly like and your future will be brighter from here on. You've got your own place and you get to live your life once again without a leech on your back. Well done to you. 
What do you guys make of this story with updates? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story, I saw the title and I was intrigued. <laughs> and this one does follow with an update as well. And it's from Am I the Arsehole? Peas Picking. Am I the arsehole for picking out the peas from my dinner in front of my mum's boss? <laughs> and it starts off with an edit because it's relevant to the story. And it says, edit, I'm autistic and don't like peas because of the texture that makes me feel bad. I'm dependent on my mum because I'm not able to live on my own yet, but I'm learning. I didn't realize that could change the context of the story until it was pointed out to me. Thank you for your insight so far. Hello, I'm 20 and I live with my mum, 48, in the UK. Mum hosted a mini dinner for some colleagues. Her husband has a big house and garden where we sat. I don't like dinners and eating with strangers, but I had to sit with them, which was a little bit stupid. They made food I don't like. It had peas in it and I don't like peas. My mum knows this, but I wasn't allowed to eat other stuff because it would be making a fuss and there was no time to make other things. I was not allowed to make something myself either. I picked out the peas from my dinner to feed to the ducks at the pond close to my stepdad's house because I know the ducks like peas. They shouldn't eat bread because that's bad for them. I put all the peas in a little cup with my spoon. Mum's boss was sitting opposite of me and asked what I was doing, so I told him. He was silent for a while and then said, okay. We didn't talk a lot, but sometimes he'd ask me a question and I answered. At the end, he gave me some more peas that he had removed from his own food. I asked if he'd also didn't like peas and he said, I do like peas, but I also like ducks so they can have my peas, which I think was nice of him. He also gave me five pounds to buy ice cream for myself when I feed the ducks, which is also very nice of him. We didn't talk much, but I think he was a nice man and I liked him. But when he left, he talked to my mum and she came to me and she was angry or upset. She asked me if I spent all dinner picking out peas and I said no. I also ate the pasta bits, but there was a lot of peas to pick out. She asked why I did that in front of everyone because that's a very rude thing to do during a dinner. It shows you do not like the food and are not interested in the guest. This is exactly what I thought, so that's true. Mum said, that she understands that it's not nice, but if she says it's important, like she did before dinner, then it's really important and I should keep that in mind. There were people who deserve respect and who feel put off by others touching their food strangely or not engaging with them. Mum's boss told her before he left that maybe next time I should eat something else because I didn't eat much. I'm not a big eater, so it's kind of normal for me, but he doesn't know that, of course. But the point is that he said something negative to her that could have been avoided if I didn't pick the peas out of my food. I didn't think about this. I understand that is not a good thing, but my mum was genuinely upset and I think that is a little bit much. It's just a dinner and he was a nice man. I don't think he's angry at her. I was just wondering if I'm not seeing something important here that makes it an asshole thing to do. Am I the asshole? Thank you. And the way I see it is that your mum knew that you dislike peas and you have sensory i assume sensory issues around the peas then why would you put them in there it just she's the one who's causing the issue by the sounds of it but i'm not going to go crazy on mum either she was probably just very nervous having her boss around you know is quite a big thing 
Never personally been in that situation myself, but I can imagine it'd be a pretty nerve wracking thing. I get nervous myself when I just have guests around, you know, about cooking food and stuff. I'm always nervous about, you know, if they're not going to, if they're going to like my food, if they're not going to like it and all this kind of thing. So, you know, I think, especially myself, I would over dramatize the situation with what's going on. So I can understand where your mum's coming from. And it just sounded like your mum was nervous. Not that's a total excuse for it, but I'm not going to call her an asshole either. And you're not definitely not the asshole from your edits you say you're autistic you know and you dislike peas so I, I can't blame you for it either and the duck's got to be fed right and the boss sounds like an amazing human as well that maybe understood the situation and i'm not going to go into a whole host of comments on this one because a lot of them weren't a lot of the comments were commenting before the edit and there was some like you're the assholes and stuff like that and they were saying unless you're like neurodivergent or something like that so dames of dames says not the asshole gosh your mum's boss sounds like a very sweet man he understood what you were doing and he even supported you by giving you his own peace and i think he was hinting to your mum that she doesn't need to try and impress him by making food that she knows you won't eat especially if you have to join them at dinner but I understand how your mum can be stressed out by having her colleagues over for dinner. People can be judgmental over the make and placement of napkins, which sounds silly, I know. Let alone a dinner guest picking out and setting aside food for later use, which really is not the thing to do in polite company. Best thing would have been to do was just set them aside on your plate for disposal and not in a separate container. No, you couldn't have fed the ducks later then, but polite isn't logical. Your mum could have been looking to increase her status at work promotion, a raise, exclusive secretary, whatever. And this dinner was a means getting the attention she needs to make this happen. Of course, she's going to feel pressure to make it perfect. You both tried your best. It didn't quite work out as your mum hoped, but it showed her boss to be a decent man. And it sounds like has a better than average chance of getting what she wants out of it. Now we move on to straight to the update to see what it says. So the update says, Hello, thank you very much for your insights. I appreciate all the comments and also the awards. I think that's very cool to receive. Some comments said to talk about it with my mum. I did and it went very well. She said sorry and said it was not my fault. She explained to me how it went and I will try to tell it as short as possible. Mum was very stressed because she never hosts dinners. She wanted her colleagues to like it. They requested the recipe. She forgot I don't eat peas because she was too busy with her colleagues. She wanted me to eat with them because at her colleague's house, his kids also ate with them. She didn't want to make a fuss about my autism because sometimes I'm rude when people ask about it. She said her head was all over the place all evening. I said to her, that's why I could have made my own food. She said that was difficult because there was no time for that. I didn't realize because I'm not good with time awareness. I asked her to communicate with me next time and be more clear about what I can or can't do. She said she will and said I can help cook next time too. Almost every comment said that her boss was nice. He probably wasn't angry or upset with her. I told this to my mum. She said sorry to me again because she wasn't upset with me at all. She was embarrassed because she tried to get me to behave normally and she shouldn't have done that. She took it out on me on a whim. I also said sorry because I didn't realize that it could have been important for her work status. I just thought they were like friends. She said it was okay because I didn't make a big fuss and I didn't get loud or walk away. She's proud of me for staying at the table and also thinking about the ducks. We concluded that we both learned things. I learned things because I now know more about work dinners and manners. She learned things because she now knows how to communicate and explain more to me to avoid stress. In the comments, people also said her boss might have experience with autistic people. 
I asked my mum and it was a little bit sad. His little brother was autistic but he died 10 years ago. It made him sad because he loved him a lot. He told her I should eat things I like next time because it upset him to think mum was worried about appearances so much that I had to be uncomfortable during dinner. He also said that dinner was really good and that he's happy to have her in his team at work. He's a good person and a good boss. I sent him a thank you email with my mum. Last thing is that I fed the ducks the peas. I think they were happy about it. The thing with ducks is they don't say that to you, of course. I got an ice cream with two scoops at the pond. I also got one for my mum because I had money left. It was a little bit melted when I came home because it was five minutes walking, but she still liked it and said I was amazing. Thank you for reading. And if that story doesn't put a smile on your face, I don't know what will. What a lovely human. But now we move on to another story. Gee whiz, I'll bloody cry anything these days. <laughs> and our next story comes from I'm Not Your Mama. Am I the asshole for my reaction when my date asked me to complain to the waiter for him? This happened last night. It's honestly not that big of a deal because I'm definitely not seeing this guy again, but I was curious to see what people thought and wanted to try to use this sub after following the Twitter account for it. Lol. Okay, so I've been seeing this guy for a bit. We've only gone on a couple of dates and it was going well so far. Last night, we went out to eat and when we got the food, he told me the side wasn't the one he ordered. I said that sucked and told him that I'd flag down our waiter if I caught his eye. The guy asked me, very politely I will say, if I would tell the waiter what the problem was. I genuinely thought he was kidding because it was so ridiculous so I laughed. He looked a little uncomfortable and I realized he wasn't kidding and asked him if he was serious. He said that he has anxiety and that his ex used to take care of his shit like that. I told him I'm not his mum and that if he has a problem, he can speak up for himself. He got annoyed and was all, it's not that big of a deal anyway and that he'll just eat it. I was so confused here. I asked him if he was really going to eat something he didn't order just because I wouldn't complain to the waiter for him and he insisted that it was fine and not worth it. Obviously, the rest of the date was super awkward. We went Dutch on the bill and I'll probably never speak to this guy again. I have anxiety sometimes too, but if I order something and it's wrong, I'd ask to have it fixed. I would never push that on someone else to do. But I told my roommate after I got back last night and she said I might've been a bit harsh. I don't necessarily think I was, but I wanted to ask this sub. Please don't roast me, thanks. And we'll start off straight away with a name as Bertrand who says, yeah, I think you're the arsehole. He basically opened up to you and you refused to help on the grounds that you're not his mum. You lacked empathy there. You could have done way better. And Fox Unicar Kilo says, you're the arsehole. Your reaction was straight up trash. You don't have to ask the waiter. That's not even the problem. The problem is that a simple no would have sufficed. You didn't need to laugh or tell him that you're not his mum. You think he doesn't know it's irrational, that it's weird. He's well the fuck aware and doesn't need you or anyone else making him feel even more like shit about it. Magic609 says, Not the asshole. The situation described sounds like a mother-child scenario, not a grown adult dating scenario. I understand social anxiety. I have it myself, but as an adult, it's my responsibility to address or ignore the issues as they occur. Being dependent on your partner to do it for you is not healthy and actually quite weird. Snewton8 says you're the asshole and quotes, I asked him if he was really going to eat something he didn't order just because I wouldn't complain to the waiter for him. And it says no. He was really going to eat something he didn't order because he has anxiety issues. You just chosen to not assist him, which is your right. I read your post and it comes across as you being very narcissistic. 
GH954 says you're the asshole straight up. He didn't push that on you. You said he asked very politely. People have anxiety. If you can't deal with that, it's fine. You don't have to see him again, but the least you could do is act with a little more empathy in the moment. Webby Vanderquack says you're the asshole. He admitted to you that he had social anxiety and made raising the issue with waitstaff difficult and you ridiculed him. Not cool. And one more from Acrobatic Try who says soft, you're the asshole. Not because you don't want to help him, but for the I'm not your mother. Social anxiety can be really bad. Before therapy, I was not able to order food without help. There is nothing wrong with anxiety. There is nothing wrong in asking help. You don't need to see him again, and you def didn't need to ask the waitress to change his plate, but I do think you're a bit of an asshole for the way you handled the situation. There was no need to be rude. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Do you think, what would you do if you was OP? Would you get the food replaced for your date or not? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories in the comments below if you choose to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in today's stories, getting involved in the comments, liking if you have, it means the absolute world. And if you want to support the channel further, as always though, never any pressure, but always appreciated by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link tree in the description and joining on Patreon. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time. And I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. And don't forget, there's also a playlist above, which I scroll through the stories for you.